Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Welcome, everybody. This is Chris Craddock. Uh, we're here with another episode of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast, doing lunchbox edition. So there will be some that will be joining us live. And uh, for the rest of you guys out there, uh, you missed out getting the chance to interact with Connor live and in person. Come on. So today, uh, straight from the West Coast, you're actually in uh, San Diego. Is that right? That's right. Man, I'll tell you what, some people love you because they're like, man, that's awesome. And some people are going to hate you because they're just jealous. Like, that's just the way yeah. it is. Yeah, truly, truly, truly spoiled out here between uh, the weather, the real estate, and the tacos. Oh, man, so good. Actually, my brother-in-law's in, uh, in LA and uh, yeah, would bring us to taco stands every time I've, I visit him. <laughs> and I'll tell you, definitely get a little fat there. But uh, yeah. Um, but with that said, I'm so excited today. We're going to talk about how to dominate as far as social media goes, how to win on in that front. So uh, with that said, Connor, tell us about yourself. Tell us where you come from, where you are now, where you're headed. And, uh, and then, you know, we'll, we'll dive into the meat of the conversation here. For sure. Thanks, Chris. And just really uh, grateful to be here. Always excited to catch up with you and connect, man. So uh, really, I'd say it kind of started a little over a decade ago, even though I'm originally from San Diego, uh, I moved up to the Bay Area in San Francisco. So it's where I went to school. It's where I first got into real estate tech and through a couple of startups found my way at truly uh, pretty early there before going public and, and actually being acquired by Zillow. And so a lot of my background has always been working directly with some of the biggest real estate teams on the West Coast and across the country. And I'd always consider myself kind of a student of the game, still very much am in, in terms of trying to learn from, you know, badasses like you in terms of how, how they're running successful businesses. And I kept coming back to and hearing this thing around brand and this idea of building relationship equity, this idea of our, our sphere of influence, our database, repeat referral, whatever we want to kind of call it, that, is, that really creates opportunities for people who can do it well. And, and I had always felt grateful to have a lot of these relationships, but it was really actually just a year and a half ago, um, beginning of January 2020, when I, I decided to start clicking record myself. So I, I started what I like to call documenting the journey. Um, and you know, I still kind of enjoy the idea of collaborating with, learning from uh, you know, top real estate pros. That's awesome. I'll tell you, one of the documenting, I, that's a great, great phrase. I'm going <laughs> to... Steal it. Originality is forgetting who you stole it from, right? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, one of my really good friends who uh, runs a pretty big coaching business and he actually just sold it recently for a gazillion dollars um, used to say, uh, he would always say this to me. He's like, Chris, don't create document, document, don't create. Yeah. I mean, he also creates, but, yeah. but the whole thing is, you know, we see so much stuff. We're doing so much stuff. Just document it, document it, get it out there. It's so much easier than spending tons and tons of time creating. So I, I, I find it interesting. Success leaves clues. And what you're talking about falls right in line with uh, what my buddy was saying all the time. The, yeah, that one really resonates with me. I'll, I'll say real quick because, uh, you know, uh, two years ago, I would in no way have described myself as 
creative. I really actually had always looked at it as this, you know, talent that people sort of had or didn't have. You were either you know, good at painting, writing, singing, or whatever it is, um, or you weren't. And, and, you know, that definition, however true it may not be, like it just wasn't serving or helping me as much as, as kind of reframing it as like, if I just create, sort of learn by doing, like if you create anything, even if it's a shitty, you know, pottery clay thing, like you still created, you're still a creative in some way. So I, I feel like over time through sheer quantity um, by, you know, like you said, kind of the unlock of just sort of docu documenting the journey, um, all of a sudden you find yourself creating as you go. And, and you know, you, you obviously get better over time. So what I love about this, and, and we're going to dive in in just a second. So um, what I love about this is for me, I am not naturally an organized person. So when I, when I talk to organized people, I can learn from them. But the people that literally organize their sock in their underwear drawer by color um, is just, they're just almost a different species from me, right? So it's like so hard because I don't think like they think. And so what I love about what we're about to dive into is the fact that you said like, just naturally, you're not the person that's that's doing this, that you had to learn that this was stuff that you had to learn and uh, you learned over time. And so hopefully this will help other people that may not be naturals on this front. And those that are like, you're going to learn from it, but we'll be able to go through it. So um, one of the big pieces for me, I, I really think there's a lot of education out there, but I think instruction is better than education. Um, you know, just in so many ways, because a lot of times education teaches us how to think, but like a lot of times we need to know like what the next steps are and, and we need the color by numbers. We need the whole, uh, you know, and, and again, to get to be great, one of the other keys that I love to throw out there is imitate then innovate. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'd love to learn from you. If somebody were to start from, let's just put somebody in the, in the boat, like I've got a Facebook account, I got an instant account, maybe I have TikTok, but I don't really do much with it. I've got like a hundred followers, a hundred people. Like, how would you say these are from like zero to being awesome? what would you say like the first couple steps would be? Perfect. I actually love this one. I was just on, uh, if you know, Chelsea Pites' podcast and we came up with this exact formula, like you, you're, you're describing how to go from zero to a hundred, I think is even the title of uh, that episode. But I would, th there's a couple things that come to mind. Let's say three. And so the, the first one is, is a commitment. And so like, as weird as that sounds, you know, I, I want, I'm, I'm going to get into the tactics of it. Cause I think that's where the, the juice of the answer is, but you really do find how much this is a psychology game and sometimes a barrier to actually, you know, executing. And so I, I do think the most single, most important part is the commitment. You know, sometimes you talk to people and they're like, well, I'll try posting on LinkedIn. And if I don't sell a home in a week, then I'll probably stop or I'll try, you know, similar to like working out, right? Like you could work out 10 days in a row and, and quite literally see zero difference, but it's, it's, it's going to have to be that commitment of the, of the long-term consistency. I'll try to have a six pack, even though I've been like way overweight my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I and ran th three times this last week. <laughs> I know I, I, I might overly use a, a workout analogy today. I like, I'm about it, but um, you know, and, and to get even more clear about a commitment for me, what it was, you know, I, I, I go to such a specific date of January 1, 2020, because I, I mean, I was that person. I was non-existent on social. I had no pictures or videos or anything that had to do with my face, my voice, my vibe. I had maybe like two or three photos of like my kids being born over the years. And, and so I can still vividly remember it was like this 
hardcore decision to say, okay, I'm committed to, to this new form of communication. And that's the way I like to describe it because I actually remember being in the industry over a decade ago, sending, you know, using fax machines to communicate with guys like you. I mean, we were, whether it was contracts or just regular old communication, we were legitimately sending fax machines. I mean, I'm, I'm still categorically a millennial. And like, I, to me, that's kind of insane that within, you know, how much has changed since then. But if you look at, you know, the evolution of communication from fax machines to emails, to landlines, to text messages and, and so on. I mean, really now video and, and the six or seven apps that are on this phone, you know, you can count text message, you can count email, and then a few of those socials that we were just kind of alluding to. But that is, to me, the next sort of wave of communication. It's how, you know, we might communicate with our grandmothers, stay in touch, how we might communicate with a buyer agent and transaction. Uh, there's just, it's just a new way of communication. And so if you, if you do believe that and you do agree, then, then it starts, I think, with this commitment to like, and one of my favorite authors here behind me, uh, Simon Singh for infinite game. Like this is just a, this is a forever thing. This isn't like learn video for a year or try it for two years. Like it's just a commitment to going through the messy, you know, learning curve of, of, uh, you know, good to great. So beyond the commitment, getting more, a little bit into the, into the tactics, I like to, what I did as an exercise right before I really um, was going all in is I, I wrote down two or three, what I like to call pillars of, uh, of our personal brand. And so, you know, I'll, I'll use mine as an example, maybe to ask you as a question, um, just for my own curiosity, but like, you know, one of them absolutely was family. So taking photos, throwback photos of when I was young, photos of my kids, videos of what we did this weekend, it could really do have anything to do with family. I've got three and a half kids, one on the way next month, but it's, uh, that to me is a whole pillar. And what I mean by pillar is there are infinite ideas in that category. It's not like, well, I'm going to post this one picture and then I'll never, you know, I'll have to creatively come up with another idea to post. And, you know, when it's a pillar that it really defines or identifies with you, then there should in theory be infinite amounts of things you could talk about, post about, or show. So family was one pillar, other personal interests from things like there's an in and out burger chain out here that I, I've interviewed like employees there. I written, you know, endless posts about Tesla. I'm, I'm obsessed with the company, but um, another pillar was real estate pros and sort of the conversations that I was having with them. And, you know, there wasn't necessarily an easy way to just like click record for that. So what I started doing was uh, I started an interview pillar. Like I, to this day, I don't have a podcast show. I don't even have, like, it's a big mistake. I'm leaving a lot of the energy on the table, but like, I don't even store these episodes on some audio platform. I literally will just do an Instagram live with someone, um, which is a post in and of itself. And then I'll even clip like the 30 seconds that you and I had some fire moment, um, which will also be a post in itself. And, and I'll, uh, I'll kind of one thing to digress for a second, say that like, I feel like when, have you heard of this flywheel concept before? Yeah, from, from good to great, right? Yeah. So it's this like this, you do A it equals B, you do B and it leads to C. And so for me, it was like, if I did one interview like this, one collaboration, at the very least, it led to Chris and I have a better relationship than we did yesterday. We got some one-on-one -on -one time, even if there were zero people attending, zero people listening. But I, I'd also found if I did that interview, it led to me 
clipping a, a piece and posting that on Instagram and LinkedIn and TikTok. And, and then if I did that, it led to another conversation with another person. And so that was kind of my flywheel of doing that leading to more, but zooming back out, those were my three pillars. So got family, got personal sort of nerdy interests that are exclusive to me, and then got real estate conversations. And so between these three pillars, like I just dropped my Instagram in the chat for anybody, but like, you'll pretty much see within my page very quickly, like those are the categories of my life. But um, in terms of, you know, to the original question, creating content, now that I have that clarity, I can, I can really run and I can create a thousand pieces. I can interview a hundred real estate pros and I'm still scratching the surface. I could still do a thousand next year. So uh, I think find those pillars for you that will remove as much friction as possible and allow you to sort of document, document uh, photos, written, you know, paragraphs and articles, videos um, along the way. And then maybe the last thing I'll, uh, you know, maybe shut up and see where you want to go with it is that, uh, is just the consistency of a cadence. So I, me I mentioned like a commitment to the, the actual doing, uh, mentioned some of the tactics of like the creative and the content to, to focus on, but just like that workout analogy, I promise, um, you know, you, you start with some cadence, whether it's once a week or, or once a day, whatever it is, you, you just have to just like a snowball, start with that, build on that and, uh, and hold yourself to that cadence. So hopefully, hopefully that helps the commitment, the pillars, and the, and the cadence. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, that was something that was so interesting to me, the commitment to keep doing it. Um, yeah, there's a book that I really enjoyed. Um, have you heard of the book, uh, The Messy Middle? I have heard of that. I have not read it. Yeah, but it like, I mean, I'll sum up the whole thing for you in good, like good. a couple sentences. So you, uh, but the, the whole idea behind it is starting is easy because you're so excited about it. Uh, the end is, is great because you see the finish line right there, but it's that middle where it gets messy, where you get lost, where the fog and the malaise happens. Yeah. And, and so a lot of times, you know, we start, but we feel like we're so far away from the goals. So like we start doing social media stuff. And like you said, we don't get, we don't get the win right away. The dopamine hits don't hit like physiologically because we're not feeling that win immediately. And then you know, and then we, we're just like, yeah, I'll quit because we want we want that uh, quick hit. Um, but that's also when you look across the board, right? Like one of the things people look at people uh, and say, oh, looking for a get rich quick scheme, you know, but it's the same thing with social media is you're you're looking for a, a be great quick scheme. Right. Yeah. And when, when it's like you just got to put in the work, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. And but everybody and, and the last thing I'll say on that piece is. I'm going to sell out my son here for a second um, because my son, he, he, he loves video games, especially Minecraft, right? He's pretty he like loves it, even though now I'm being told Minecraft's like played out, but, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but one of the things he kept saying to me, he's like, dad, I want to start my own YouTube channel. And I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, if you bring me your business plan, all, Cause he said he needed, it was like $500 worth of stuff is, is what he needed to like mm -hmm. be able to project and everything. Mm -hmm. I said, son, you bring me your business plan. You tell me exactly how you're going to win. I will buy you everything you need for it. And he's like, dad, that's not how it works. 
He's like, well, you, you just put stuff out there and then you get lucky if people like your stuff. And I was like, son, that is not how it's ever been. That's not how it'll ever be ever in any area of life. There is a little bit of luck, you know, at times, you know, Jim Collins talks about that, but like, that is not how it works. And so I think so many of us, like we can laugh at that because he think he says that, but the reality is I've got so many friends that are, are in real estate and that is kind of what they're hoping for is like, man, I'll, I'll try it a little bit. And if I get lucky and people like me, cool. Instead of, Hey, I need to put in the work and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, m- multiple good points. I love that you hit on there. Like the messy middle reminds me a little bit of uh, like that. There's kind of this J curve of like, I was actually just talking to someone at this event this last week and he was selling a thousand homes a year. And people were asking, how do you even get to that kind of a level? And I described that messy middle basically where there's this no man's land of like, you know, someone might be doing well, things are rocking and rolling, but you are sort of committing to this, like, you know, learning curve, you're committing to taking a step back or investing time, energy and resources, which essentially does, you know, take you lower before you go higher. And so I I think that is, it's it's so important to recognize. But the second part you brought up, like in the story with your son, I, I agree. Sometimes people like social, I almost, sometimes have a certain reaction around like categorizing this whole conversation as like a social media play, because to me, it really is just a relationship communication play. And so whether we're talking about real estate or your son, it's kind of like, how do we take a more thoughtful approach of building one by one by one relationships? And certainly on social, some of it you won't see because they'll be maybe viewing, but not necessarily telling you they're viewing. Um, But it's just, the real game is, yeah, not accumulating a hundred thousand views or a thousand views. I mean, it was just plenty of examples where a video or a piece of content is not going viral, but it leads to one really, really meaningful connection or relationship that maybe translates to five, six, or seven figures in value to, to someone's business. So I do think it, you know a thoughtful approach, uh, a genuine approach around relationships, not some social media, I want to go viral and just get a thousand views as if that's supposed to then translate to something. So I think it's easy to get lost in that game. And, you know, one, one thing that's kind of reminded me of uh, that someone also brought up um, in this last weekend who's selling a thousand plus homes, a really big influencer who uh, was describing parasocial relationships. And that, that one's, uh, it was pretty new for me over this last year, but like, it's this idea that we can build a relationship, especially through digital or through a distance without the other person even knowing. So like quick example, you know, I, I, growing up I was in being out in Southern California, huge Kobe Bryant fan. And, and when he had actually passed, it was this kind of weird emotional connection as if I had knew him or some friend of a friend or family member, um, you know, who, who we lost. And obviously he'd never met me, never knew me. It was never anything close to that. But because of the accumulation of me seeing, watching and building sort of familiarity and trust, um, I had built a parasocial relationship with him. And and so I think that's something that is really intriguing. And when it comes to this space, because there are plenty of stories where, you know, someone will send me a message and this is how I'm going to connect it back to your messy middle is that, you know, someone just recently who's a, a CEO at a company I would love to get coffee with had sent me a message on LinkedIn and say, Hey, I've been watching your videos for the last year. And keep in mind, this person never showed a single, like a single message, a single comment or indicator that they were paying attention. 
Um, but said, I've been watching your videos, really like what you're doing. would love to buy you coffee and talk about X, Y, and Z. And so you just, you really do have to commit to go beyond that messy middle. And then once you do see a moment like that, or you do get a message like that, um, it's very energizing and, and sort of, you know, shows you, uh, you know, the light or the value or the ROI. But one, one last thing I'll say, you know, as I think about even your son is like, I, the, to me, the, the strongest unlock in this whole process is truly detaching it from any sort of, you know, business outcome or, 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 you know, financial result. Like you might even consider, I don't know if you and your son already went through with like the, some of the plans, but you might even consider saying, Hey, start the YouTube channel on zero budget. Like that's what I did. You know, I I've to this day, I've barely spent anything on like, like a $40 ring light is what I spent them. But like, I think it's this idea that like, once we do that, it starts to, you know, invest 500, it puts pressure on covering those expenses. It starts to go down this path of, of, of making money, which we're all here to do. Um, but weirdly, the more we can kind of detach from that, then I think the easier it is to be consistent. Well, the easier it is to have fun in the process. And, and if, you know, if you're not enjoying Minecraft, and when you're up at midnight editing videos or responding to people, like you're just not going to, you know, it's not going to be sustainable. So finding the thing that we would, this is kind of a, a good way to summarize everything I was saying toward the end here, finding the thing that if you had zero views, if you had zero people watching, if zero people knew that you were going to be doing that thing, then what would you be focusing on? And maybe that's, you know, a series about craft beer, or maybe that's about video games, but um, kind of doc you make about the thing selfishly for, for you. Yeah. So, so let's spend the last uh, five minutes that we have here on, <clears throat> on this. So you, you gave kind of the formula on it. Now, can you walk us through like a day-to-day, um, can, like just give us the last uh, five days or so, or starting Monday, what are things that you have posted on, on social and how have you thought about, you know, about it? Yeah. So video has very much been on my mind, you know, uh, because everything that we are talking about, so maybe backing up for part of your question, like definitely starting with this self-awareness, where are you getting energy from versus losing it? Um, I recently just hosted this event with 80 real estate pros and the whole theme was about videos. And cause it's this, you know, I, I just, in my experience have felt like videos are creating the deepest relationship and the, the most, you know, impactful connection. So I'm always trying to think about how can I show up on these, like call it the top three or four apps. So for me, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and then really maybe even add in text message. So let me kind of walk you through that. If I've got a photo of me and the family that I want to post, um, I'll literally, if I write a long caption or a shorter one, I'll literally take the same thing, post it on Instagram, post it on Facebook, post it on LinkedIn, and, and try and kind of get the most reach from those. And then even if I did that from a video with a real estate pro, same idea. Um, Another route that I really think is sort of underutilized, especially in our space, that's very, very easy place to get started is actually one-to-one video. So a habit I'd kind of fallen away from is, is every single morning, and this like legitimately takes three or four minutes, but like right here in my office, I'll just uh, have the phone held up, pick three or four people. And if it's, if it's Chris, if it's, Ricky, if it's Susie from months ago, from days ago, just shooting them a 30 second video and just being like, Hey, Chris, really enjoyed that conversation on the podcast last week. 
hope you're having a good one and you know looking forward to catching up soon and so that one-to-one video is just really really impactful for maintaining the relationship so um to your question i'm trying to think about how am i this is kind of an intense way of describing it we either exist on this device or we don't exist so we're either like in the world or we're not and so every day i'm trying to think about how am i existing and, uh, and so that's sending some of those text message videos, posting on some of these platforms, sending an email blast um, and making sure I'm actually showing up, um, but also certainly, you know, giving ourselves the space to like, you know, take a rest day or whatever it is. Yeah, no, no, no. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, very cool. So um, at this point, and so if somebody is going to start, what what would you say? Would you say you need to be on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook? Like, is, is that the kind of bottom line? Like, what, what are the ones where you say these are like the, the minimums? Yeah, I would. It's tough. So, like, I'm not, I don't want to dodge the answer. So, I'm going to give like two parts to this. Uh, definitely, I think for the real estate community and just our, our demographics and what we're, a lot of us are trying to do, that those are kind of the big, let's call it four or five. <laughs> So text message and email, that might sound weird, but learn, you know, make sure we're showing up every day on those in a proactive way, not a reactive way. Um, but definitely then Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Those three, by the way, are just incredibly similar. Like it's actually much easier than it might sound to take the same exact piece of content and copy paste it across those. Um, but don't get so overwhelmed with the shiny thing of like, I got to be on TikTok because it sounds like it's the hottest thing. And now you're you're making dance videos when you don't know how to dance or whatever it is, like all that stuff's fine. But I think it definitely start with the self-awareness of where can you consistently show up five, six, seven days a week? Um, and through what categories, what pillars can you show up five, six, seven days a week? And then layer in the extra platforms, the extra apps, you know, take your video and post it on TikTok. You, you kind of learn over time how to, how to do more or take on more, but start with that, that, that cadence, that commitment to a cadence, even if it's again, like one post on Instagram twice a week, like you, you, you just have to pick somewhere that you can actually legitimately commit to, um, and stay there and, and, and build on that. And, and, you know, really just zooming out for these last couple of minutes, like I, I, I hope no one does get overly obsessed with any one platform or any one tactic. It is just this b- belief that like, we, we need to show up and we need to do it consistently and the power of one-to-one relationships. So there are endless ideas on how to do that, whether it's again, like a local show where you're collaborating with people or just one-to-one, you know, text messages and DMs. But I hope people do look at this as there are five or six apps on our phones that matter the most and learning how to be a, a real, you know, black belt, a real ninja uh, on each of those to me is, is the biggest opportunity for all of us. It's, it's something that to this day I see it's leading to more open doors, more conversations, more opportunities. Um, I don't even sell real estate and I've had multiple people come to me that I end up referring out that said they wanted to buy a home. So it, it truly is something that, you know, it builds over time and there's exponential opportunity, but you have to, you have to go through that messy middle that you talked about. That's awesome. So Connor, people want to reach out to you or check you out on online. I, I posted the uh, Instagram. Can you, uh, can you just tell us or anybody listening, maybe not seeing this, um, what's the best way to reach out to you or check out some of the stuff you're doing online? 
Yeah, absolutely. I like to think I'm on every platform. Um, so if you if you are on or searching just my name on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Clubhouse, um, you know, I try to get to back to everybody everywhere. Um, might not always be an Insta response, but but yeah, I'd love to connect with anyone that listened to this or found it helpful, whether it's them having a question or an idea or even just want to connect on Zoom. I'm I, I'm in that relationship game. So lo- love to always meet new people and, and learn new things. And Chris, man, I just want to double up with the thank you and ending with I really appreciate you having me. I mean, this is this is a conversation I, I like to get nerdy about. And, you know, I, I, I'm 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 really just excited because I know this is first, you know, or first couple of many more conversations, you know, you and I are going to have. So I'm looking forward to continuing to learn from you. Yeah, no, this has been awesome. And for everybody here, I just want to say if um, my my give to everybody here is this. If you are um, out there and uh, would like a free coaching session, like I literally, I promise you, no strings attached, anything. If you give us a five-star review on our podcast and go to, uh, go to Google and give us a five-star review there as well, um, for the Redux group. So Uncommon Real Estate on wherever you listen and then go to the, just Google the Redux group and give us a five-star review there. I will give a, I'm giving a five, like a half hour, uh, free coaching session. Promise no upsell, no strings attached. I know everybody's always selling something. I'm, I'm not, I promise I won't. This is like my, uh, my give back on that. So That's if cool. you guys be willing to do that, I would love to do that for you. Just reach out to me on Instagram. If you do this, at Crad Rock, old cheesy nickname. So it's not my last name, C-R-A-D-D-R-O-C-K. And, uh, you know, just reach out, DM me, and I will we'll set it up. I've, I've done it with a bunch of people so far and uh, would love to do it with anybody else listening. So Connor, this has been awesome. Thank you, brother. This is awesome. Look forward to hanging with you more. And uh, guys, reach out to Connor. He's really good at what he does. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com. 